now, the Riverdale Carnival presents the Archie. Archie Fuzz. Okay, everybody, here we go with our new hit record, Sugar, Sugar. Hello and welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, quite possibly the most important episode of this podcast ever recorded. No question, <laughs> everyone. Wait, are um, we talking five feet apart again? Yes, we're talking five feet apart again. The one, that, the one episode of this podcast that actually gets downloaded. Don't know why. Got nearly a hundred downloads. Everyone loves that episode. But we're not talking about Jughead's movies. We're talking about Jughead's groovies as he goes through this episode. That was the worst thing I've ever done. I was about to say, so why we're not more popular. <laughs> yeah, you just realize we're not more popular. Because you answered your own question. Yeah, exactly. Uh, much like the Black Hood is a terrible serial killer, I'm a terrible podcaster, but you can't shoot me. I live away from all of you. Anyway, so uh, today we're talking about the season finale and the episode before the season finale of Riverdale Season 3. Shit just got real. Confusing? Dale. Yes, things just got real, Dale, which is, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You You know this podcast will have fully just sold out when I start using terms like, hey, real Dales. And it's, <laughs> Wait, is that a term people use? I don't know, probably. <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to start the, like, Reggie and Veronica uh, couple names uh, during one yes. of the commentaries. I, I was loving yeah. that. I, Maybe, I was trying to figure out if it was either Virgie or Veggie, and I couldn't decide which, <laughs> which couple name it was going to be. I like Veggie because it's like, hey, that's me, except those two, nah, not, not, I can't relate to either of them. Anyway, uh, so here's what we're actually I, here like to do. Literally, last episode, you were complaining about how much you hate the name Veggie when uh, BuzzFeed used it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! No, I, I stole from BuzzFeed. That's amazing. I like how my brain has taken so much Riverdale knowledge. I'm just stealing it from every source. Uh, sorry, BuzzFeed. All quotes and all love to you for your yeah. veggie-ness. You said it was going to make you stop being. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Sorry, Melissa, go ahead. I was just going to say, don't apologize to BuzzFeed for stealing other people's stuff. Yes, true! (laughs) Cease and desist, and you can counter with your own cease and desist. (laughs) Anyways, before we get too far ahead and start dwelling in and talking about these episodes, let me introduce the cast of characters we have along with us. As always, you have me, but, you know, that's old hat. We've, we've dealt with me before. Uh, speaking of old hat, someone who's here every episode and does way more work for it than I do, Danny's <laughs> friend, Thor. Seeing as I'm the editor, it's only... I, I feel much better when you use my name instead of, like, someone else's real name, since... Uh... <laughs> I, then I'm too lazy to edit my own name out instead of someone else getting personal details leaked. Or like when we didn't beep out, we made the whole joke when I was going to have to beep out your uh, your old your old podcast that they kept dropping, and then I did none of that. So don't worry. 
Yeah, that was a great joke. I'm glad people still download that one, too. Ooh, great. Another favorite episode just keeps getting downloaded. Ooh. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> this is who Thor, else is, by the way, if who, that wasn't yes, clear from yes, that, that intro. Yes, that is Thor. And uh, we're also joined by my terrible, terrifying electric host. Oh, wait. That's not how you say the podcast. Whatever. Hey, it's Jason. <laughs> hey, Jason. We're just, we're just going to keep doing this every week, huh? Yeah, 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 happening. sorry. Is it uh, keep happening until I'm fucking dead? This, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I actually right. have blackmail on you, and that's how you keep <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Every week I come on this uh, podcast terrified that somebody's going to discover that I'm fucking doing it. And, you know, that's just The blackmail is the, the one time you agreed to do the podcast, and then I was like, look, if, I'll send this to your family unless you keep recording it. <laughs> Your workplace is going to get a file folder that just RG folks, and they're going to be like, oh my. There is absolutely nothing you could have on me that would be worse than me doing this fucking podcast. So, I mean, that just falls apart in its premise. Uh, yes, exactly. Aren't you glad you yeah. use your real name? Yeah. 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 I, I should just pick a random god to just go by. I'm Zeus from now on. Sounds <laughs> good, Hermes. Anyways, uh, I'm Freya. Thanks. No, he's Zeus because he's. Oh, no, wait, what's Zeus's father's name? Because he's the oldest one on here. Is it Zeus? Zeus is the Zeus. Zeus is the, the king of the god. We're not here to Bonus. talk about Greek mythology. <laughs> Let's talk about people who were so entranced by the Wikipedia entries that they ended up watching the show itself. Thank you, Valeska, for joining us. What's up, Real Dale fam? <laughs> They, speaking of, the closest this sh- podcast has to a real Dale fam member, Daisy Dead Pedals. Hi. I don't, I don't know what that intro meant. Neither <laughs> <laughs> do I. But hey, this is what this podcast is now. We don't have any idea about anything. And Daisy has been kind enough to take over the Wikipedia reader position. A position which last month had the amazing revelation... And that was uh, that Penny Peabody was undead. Uh, for some reason, the person who watched the episode of a character who was not dead, who they said, oh, no, she just lost eye. She was fine. The character who whoever did the Wikipedia was like this undead character showed up. And I was like, mm, she wasn't a zombie. So anyways, <laughs> finally understand why all of my teachers and all of the teachers of all grades and schools are like, yo, source your Wikipedia articles. Don't get all your sources for Wikipedia. Because <laughs> you may think this show has zombies, and the show has a lot of stupid things, but not that yet. This well, Wikipedia page has 113 sources. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, damn. How many are BuzzFeed? <laughs> that is a good question or how many are is did buzzfeed take from that source is probably the better the better question that oh, didn't BuzzFeed. oh buzzfeed you thieves thieves in the nut. <laughs> since we mentioned wikipedia can you give us the wikipedia just a little slight hint of what the wikipedia entry for this episode looks like for the, we're talking about the penultimate episode of riverdale Season it's three. almost unintelligible. I don't know. <laughs> but the grammar alone is super confusing. Um, the first line, for example, is Edgar has Betty come face to face with her quote unquote dark side. 
comma, that he is faking. I don't know if he's faking the dark side. I don't know if he's faking the dark side. As someone who doesn't watch the show, I'm super, super confused. <laughs> okay, continue, continue. Um, comma, while she learns that Kevin and Fangs have undergone massive surgeries, semicolon Tony is next, period. <laughs> <laughs> um, they taken livers it's not a big deal you don't need you don't um, <laughs> Betty realizes Edgar hypnotizes and creates pain which makes everyone follow him semicolon turning crazy should I yeah. keep <laughs> no, no I don't think you should keep going unless there's a particular other good lines because all of that is just as nonsensical as this episode was. Uh, but I mean, actually, it might be more confusing. It might be more confusing with this episode. Fair, yeah, that's the thing is that whoever wrote that is doing this pastiche where they're very accurately giving her the same sort of feelings of both <laughs> curiosity and fury that you and me have when we watch this show. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, be minor spoiler for the second episode we're going to talk about. I think I drank out of the wrong chalice, and I kind of loved it. So uh, let's get through. <laughs> well, let's and, get through this episode. Spoilers. We're going to go. Th- if you haven't listened to this show before, uh, welcome. Um, and uh, <laughs> we, we're going to go through and describe the entire plot in in detail, so we can make fun of it. So <laughs> major so spoilers nobody- for everything. <laughs> No new person got this far into the episode. Like, they were just like, what is happening? Get to the Riverdale. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe they listened to our perfect date and uh, that other shitty Last Summer movie, and they're like, I'm hooked now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I'm sure. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure the uh, times when we review YA movies are by far our most popular episodes, and it's like... <laughs> I guess I'll keep doing it because these actors just, that's all they can get in Hollywood is just more <laughs> YA movies. So Did you see the clear. latest, the movie that uh, Appa just started filming right now is he's doing a, a biopic where he plays a musician because he can only do things where he plays musicians. But yeah, he's not just playing musician. any musician. He's playing some, like, still living Christian musician I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, Archie, I wish the bear had won. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> talk. I'm, cash that check. I'm happy for him. <laughs> Make you know, his money. Cash, cash I mean, him Christian dollars. Weirdly <laughs> enough, it'll probably appeal to his, like, both acting, like, very sincere acting style and, like, we've talked about his inability to do anything unless he's playing a guitar. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's all he does. I mean, he's just a guitar playing man. Uh, yes. Okay. So this episode, uh, we finally learn out the se- one of the secrets of the farm, except like not the not the most important secret of the farm. Like you think you by the end of this episode you've figured out the farm, but turns out you haven't. Also, the farm is way too chill to be the actual version of what the, is real to be. But anyway, uh, <laughs> before we get to that, which is like the important stuff from this episode, and then they talk about the Gargoyle King and they're revealing all of that stuff. Let's get this Veronica Archie plotline. We're, we're out. talking about the uh, episode chapter 56, the house at the end of the cemetery or whatever the fuck knots it's called, right? Yes, exactly. Those are all of the right words that you just said. Uh, <laughs> it's actually the dark secret of Harvest House. Close enough. Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Um, so this episode, we finally get to see 
Hiram get his just desserts, although not really. So this entire episode <laughs> is Veronica and Archie trying to team up and figure out a way to kind of like trick Hiram into doing so many crimes that the FBI will come and take him in and just get rid of him. Now, the way Archie decides to do this, Archie and Veronica, the way they decide to do this is how Archie solves all of his problems with his fists. This is the only <laughs> thing Archie knows how to do. He punch, punch, punch. That is his whole role. He is he just attack. He never protect. Uh, and he is just, <laughs> just kind of like completely wasted in this episode as he is in most episodes because like when i i joked that like he only fights people but like that's all he does in this episode his entire <laughs> role in this episode is to have a boxing match with hiram the goal is to get, have this boxing match and then get hiram to like start doing all these illegal betting on himself and start this like illegal gambling <laughs> ring to start start taking bets how bad he is gonna beat archie in this boxing match so then Veronica, who is hosting the like the casino esque area for to start taking bets and start taking all the bribes and start getting all the money coming in for the bets. Now I might add, this event is not televised. There's no tell like this, this event is not televised. No one can watch this event that's happening. But for some reason Veronica is able to have a party with all these high rollers who are just there to hear what the result is because the fight itself happens at Archie's gym, which Archie got his gym from Hiram. So that's a little ironic. Uh, also, <laughs> also someone who's not in this episode at all is, you know, uh, Kevin's dad, who was like his coach for the last 17 times he's boxed. Like, <laughs> He just decided he's not going to show up this time. Like, he doesn't care. He doesn't do anything. He's nothing. He and they show don't up even have a scene where Kevin's dad's like, I won't be party to this or something, you know? Yeah. You think I they think they, they honestly that. just wanted to save however much money it is to have that guy guest star. I think that's probably true, because I also think the reason they didn't is because then they would have to answer two questions. One, they would have to at least address, hey, your son is in a cult. You know, you're just kind of like <laughs> doing this boxing match, but your son is in a cult that involves livers. So, like, maybe you want to look at that. <laughs> and also your daughter, uh, your do your stepdaughter now uh, ran off with her, like, skeevy jazz playing dad and just left. <laughs> and there was no... There's no resolution there. Like, Kevin and Josie didn't have a final meet-up. We don't see any of the parents meet up with Josie at one time. We just assume that Josie performed at Le Bon Wee and then yeah. just peaced with her dad. Maybe she had her, like, everything already, you know, ready to go and just packed <laughs> it up and left. And, and as you say, a dad that has literally never been there for her was the whole point of the first half of that episode. And then she's like, yeah, embodiment of the song cats in the cradle this seems like the good stable parental unit for the rest of my life <laughs> look we had to find a way to get her on the spinoff show and i guess that's the only way they could think to do it uh great i can't wait for the spinoff show anyways so then archie <laughs> the spinoff show archie, that takes place five years in the future yeah yeah i hope well, they all have hover boots <laughs> It's got to be a better time jump than Avengers Endgame, but I can only knock that movie so much. Uh, it sucks. Anyways. Think of it? Do you think it wasn't going to take place five years in the future until <laughs> 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 just, just like, 
paid and work for the Marvel guys. It'll work for us. I got a step up. place in the five years after the Snapchat. That's how they would save a lot of money if they're just like, look, half of the population has mysteriously gone missing. We'll never discreetly say that it was because of the Marvel Snap. We'll just not have like half the population. And then, like, every event will just have, like, five people. And you'd be like, wow, <laughs> this is so heady. We have loss. And it's like, no, you just say funny. Um, but, yeah, anyways, uh, so uh, surprisingly enough, uh, Archie doesn't win the punch-off fight. And that can only be surmised by the fact that Hiram is a fucking tank. Hiram Lodge is ripped. Ripped. And speaking of rip, rest in peace, Archie, because he just got owned. Archie hasn't got his ass that kicked that hard since the Invisibear. Like, it was bad. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't yeah. think we're emphasizing enough. Just We've always had the hot dad squad on this show. And they even mention the hot dad squad in... I forget if it was an episode we talked about last set or if it's in this one, but they... Oh, yeah, no, excuse me. It's, it was in the previous set where they say that uh, uh, Edgar Ever and Ever could be oh, part yeah. of the Hot Dad Squad. And I'm Ed- like... Edgar Ever and Ever joined the Hot Dad Squad because it's Chad Michael Murray and even his abs have abs as the most <laughs> fit and attractive cult leader that has ever existed, yeah. which if you look at pictures of cult leaders, none of them are attractive. That's why they start cults. Anyway... <laughs> excuse me, uh... Charles Manson, a snack. Oh, God. No, Charles Manson is, oh, God, he's like a dirty old hippie. You never want to smell it. Can you imagine smelling Charles Manson once? He must have smelled terrible. The worst smell you've ever smelled. Oh, God. That's ah, pure man musk right there. The 70s were a mistake. Anyways, uh, back to something else that was a mistake. Uh, then that is Hiram Lodge betting on himself because the FBI shows up and takes him in after he beats the shit out of Archie. Cause this he's this like, plan, I, I can't emphasize enough how you just explained it the way the show explained it, as if this plan made sense. But Veronica, they storm, they, they storm Veronica's speakeasy, and she's like... And she's like, hello, people. Yes, I'm an underage woman running a bar. Let me take you to the owner. She literally says this. And I'm like, that's not how crimes work. Like, I'm picturing Veronica (laughs) going to work. Like, there's these cases of people working at dispensaries. And, like, the only way to – if – in places that um, don't have legal weed. And the only way to get – sorry. If you're allowed – let me rephrase that. If you're allowed, if you are allowed to buy medical marijuana, but the the place is illegally like, produ- like packaging it to you know do illegal shit with in the back, like to mm-hmm. sell non medically. And um, I was just I was literally watching this awesome video with these lawyers that have like uh like their weekly like shut the fuck up. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was the, these lawyers talking about how like that's the only way. They were like, if you say like, oh, I'm just volunteering at this dispensary, or like, oh, I'm a customer, they're like, no, whatever you say, like, you're going to now go to jail. Just shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, the only people we've ever been able to get off are people that literally say nothing, just get in the squad car, and then we go up, and they were like, yep, no, they were they were picking up a prescription for their grandmother, and their prescription got caught on fire in their pants. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm stealing I that was one. Go ahead. Bachelorette yep. party this weekend and uh the bachelorette she really just wanted mushrooms and weed and my dad's known this person for like you know as long as he's known me and he was like why don't you just take this nug to her from me and i was like dad like 
that's a fucking weird thing to do. It's not going to transport weed for the Bachelorette for you, fucking psycho. Lil, did you know that I am part of the FBI and this entire podcast has been a sting? You just admitted to a crime. Prepare to pay. I did say nug in mushroom, and those can mean, you know, good old Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. <laughs> not good old if they're from Chick-fil-A. Anyways, fuck them. Uh, so well, anyway, no, all she would, all she would have to do if the FBI arrested her for selling drugs is be like, don't worry, guys, I'm selling them on behalf of J.W. Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so somehow this is enough of a crime for um, Hiram to get arrested and nothing bad happens to Veronica at all. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Archie literally gets to keep his gym. Like, he gets to keep the gym after this, so that's legally his now, so he just owns it outright, despite it being given to him. The lawyer says that all the assets go to the mom because he's in prison, which I also, we gotta have, like, the space lawyers guy start coming on here, because I also feel like that's not how going to prison works, because he was in the process of getting divorced, so it's not as if she's just in control of his assets because he can't you know, enact shit with them. Yeah, you also don't get sent to your own for-profit prison <laughs> when you're arrested. <laughs> like, you can't just build a prison and then when you get arrested, be like, look, my prison's right there. You don't want to transfer me. Just send me right there. It's my prison. It's fine. I swear I will not make any money or any illegal dealings while in my prison. <laughs> Which used to be a form of high school, by the way, which they never mention. But hey, it's got a nice view, and uh, that much we do know. It does have a nice riverside view if you milk the milk the warden enough. Oh, is that the old the the, the high school that uh, Jughead's friends used to go to? Yes, the old Southside Serpents High School did get rein- reinvigorated and turned into uh, the for-profit jail, which we're supposed to be happy about. Anyways, uh, so he's in jail. Now let's talk about the farm. Let's just get this get this over with. So Betty's hanging out at the farm. She's like, man, the farm is actually great. And we find out, like, we get kind of a glimpse at uh, what's going on. And uh, it turns out there's nothing supernatural going on at the farm, or so it seems. They're just drugging people so uh, and putting people in wigs to look like their former whatevers. Like... Okay, so there's some complicated-ass shit here. One, we need to consider the fact that they... How long has the farm had Jason Blossom's body? Cheryl Blossom was not part of that cult until, like, I don't know, like, two weeks ago? And yet they've... Okay, so here's to explain, kind of explain why I'm talking about the body. So what they do is in order to make you see your loved ones that you've lost... Uh, they kind of like put a either somebody in a bad wig who kind of looks like you and then they drug the shit out of you at, due to hypnotism. Or uh, in Cheryl's case, I guess they couldn't find anyone who looked like Jason Blossom. So they just dug up his <laughs> decayed corpse and put it in a chair. They they put her brother's corpse in a chair, drug her up and say, look, you can talk to the corpse now. It, furthermore, it makes no sense in at least with the Betty hallucination, somebody is there to talk to her and give her feedback. It's her sister, right? Like, so her sister goes, 
Betty, you're evil. You serial killer. I'm bad. I hate you so much. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then what is the Cheryl conversations with Jason like? Is it just like he's just like talking? He's like, yeah, so I like went to the mall yesterday and bought some stuff. Say nothing if you think this is a swanky outfit. And so I I have no idea how that works. Or like maybe like Edgar's just there's like, I'm Jason, what's going on? I'm here to tell you everything's okay on the other side. Like is there somebody weekend at Bernie's him like in like just like there's like all these pull, pulleys and levers of like Jason Blossom's body like going up. I am completely normal. Anyway, so we find out that the farm who I guess they got cheeky in their naming uh, convention because they're actually an organ farm because they're taking the or like certain organs out of uh, I think I believe it's livers they're tra- they're taking everyone's livers out because uh, Evelyn I mean it never, must be was, one kidney because you can't live without oh, yeah, a liver sorry. you die <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's definitely kidneys because they just literally on dialysis I don't know why just on the liver talk. All this Hannibal Lecter talk, just uh, just thinking of livers, you know. Uh, we didn't mention Hannibal Lecter once. So that's my brain's problem. Uh, anyway, well, so you, taking you, you kidneys. Can't, you can't have the black hood around without thinking discount Hannibal Lecter these days. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. <laughs> discount Hannibal Lecter, discount hook hand from, uh, you know, I know what you did yeah. last summer. Uh, yeah, we know what you did last the, summer. Riverdale, in, not right the episodes. The increasingly fewer-handed yeah, exactly. As he loses hands. Anyway, so just speed this up. So apparently they got cheeky in the naming convention. They're actually an organ farm. They're taking lots of organs. It's not clear if they're just taking kidneys because they look like they have a lot of things that aren't kidneys in there. But anyways, they're taking kidneys because Evelyn Evernever is on dialysis, so she needs kidney a new kidney. And I guess all these other kidneys are not going well for her. Anyways, characters we know who have lost kidneys. We've seen Fangs. He lost a kidney. Uh, Kevin lost a kidney. Some other fucking people lost kidneys. I don't know. Maybe those How are the only kidneys. Everyone... Where are all the kidneys going? Why did everyone lose a kidney? Uh, they're just going in a jar. They just they're they're just gonna jar. It's okay. Someone buys them all next episode. Uh... So it's... <laughs> it's uh, but anyway, this shows how so... jam packed the next episode was. Was that her Wikipedia summary didn't even mention the major organ sale that happens in the season. Yeah, the major organ sale. Uh, anyway, so uh, what happens is... Edgar uh, and Everett ever had these like, late night ads that were like, uh, you know, come down to Edgar and Everett Everett's uh, organ farm, get 100 organs for the price of 99, and someone called up and they're like, fuck yeah! <laughs> well, well, the queen called and she gets her organs. Uh, anyways, um, so um, Betty finds this out and is all uh, honestly just completely flabbergasted and is like what the fuck and is just like going around telling everybody fangs and kevin completely okay with losing kidneys they're just like yeah it's fine it's fine but she tells cheryl and then finally the show writers are like oh right cheryl is a badass character we should start writing her like one so she goes oh no tony's about to get her kidneys taken out for this dumbass so i'm gonna come in and just kick ass and like she 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 fights through this like saw looking hospital and uh, i don't know just like bitch slaps edgar ever never or maybe i was just being optimistic because we should all bitch slap chad michael murray anyways uh and then uh she and tony escape 
except only Tony escapes and the rest of them kind of like come and drag Cheryl back into the uh, farm, which I might add is the cliffhanger. And it's one of those cliffhangers that this season of Riverdale has done a lot where they make it look like characters are going to be in a much worse place than they are once the like cliffhanger actually resolves itself. And they also are very inconsistent as to how the people at the farm act. Because there was that episode where all of the farm members are chasing Betty and are like, we want you, we want to get you, you're trying to steal the babies, we want to get you. And they're like all like zombified and like running after her. And then in this episode, and like then the next episode, they're just completely normal and she can just visit them. They don't give a shit. Anyways, and then this <laughs> episode, the way that the finale of this episode starts, um, Cheryl's just locked in a room and then not even. Like she doesn't even like stay in a room. There's like stay in your room, Cheryl. Cheryl's like, fuck you. I do what I want. And she doesn't stay in her room. So yeah, that's the penultimate <laughs> episode. The penultimate episode is kind of, eh. I didn't really like it. The, the Thor, did you have any opinions on this episode, really? Uh, this episode was, like, a, a lot happened and none of it mattered. Uh, the one uh, funny part, which you, uh, uh, I, I liked in your, um, the reason I've, the, the best part about this episode was definitely you doing that commentary. I uh, <laughs> hope you continue those because I'm, I'm just going to wait and, wa- and watch the episodes a day after you do. Um, and... The was when uh, poor Ethel Muggs, just poor, much put oh, upon Ethel Muggs. God. Um, oh God, I forgot this. We, we I actually forgot this do. We we do later find out that she had a good reason for thinking that the Gargoyle King was Jason Blossom. Uh, in in terms of crazy shit that's happened on this show, oh, but she thinks the Gargoyle funny. King's Jason Blossom, and that's when they dig up his grave and discover that it's empty. Uh, before we find out that it's because of the, the like, uh, weird, like, uh, you know, like, real doll that uh, Edgar never, ever made out of her. Oh, God. Yeah, so that happens. So let's go on to the finale. The finale of Riverdale Season 3. I've talked a lot. My Thor is sore his throat. My sore is throat. And, uh, his throat is I Thor. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, much like the writers who are flailing rapidly to wrap up this season uh, in a way that's satisfying, Velasca, I want to ask you, since this is this is, I think, what the third episode of Riverdale that you that you've seen. Uh, it is the third episode because I'm a dumbass and I watched the two wrong episodes in uh, preparation for this podcast and then hurriedly had to go back and watch the finale like right before we started recording. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so out of curiosity, today. what did you watch? And that is too much Riverdale for one day. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I watched the last two episodes of season two instead of the last two episodes of season three. So that happened after work today. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. You know, this have to live through that. This podcast is constantly making sure that people spend their lives doing what's important, <laughs> watching Riverdale. Well, I, well I while that's... I was watching, I put together a little bit of a slam book for Riverdale. I don't know if you guys know what a slam book is. <laughs> I learned about it from Sweet Valley High. I, I learned it. Is uh, that so, in, uh, don't they have it in that's Mean a Girls? Burn book. No, that's a burn book. Oh. In, in, it's in totally different. Oh, my God. <laughs> shit together, Danny. 
So for a scrapbook, book, you come up with categories and then you write them down in a notebook and then you pass them around to your friends. And then they anonymously put the names of people that they think fit those categories. So okay, I did that okay. for jail. So <laughs> I did it first for the uh, end of the second season, but then I had to go back and fix it. So some of the answers are a bit messed up. But uh, I, I am glad but you saw the end of the second season, though, because that, that season was already pretty off the rails. That had the, the famous scene of uh, Betty looking at her uh, sister's <laughs> children yeah, and just saying, are these babies evil, Jughead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you saw that. I think that might have been like the episode before. But there's an episode where we find out that the babies are incest babies, and they like Betty's like playing with the babies, and is like Jughead, are these babies evil? <laughs> like you're like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then this season starts with flying incest babies and never explains them. But anyway, um, oh, so wait, did you, you, you did get to see? I feel like we talked about that before, actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, in the very case, okay, so I guess uh, quickly they don't resolve this plot point, so I'll just I'll explain it. In the very first, maybe like, the insist end... babies are who come and eat all of Jughead except his hat in that flash forward. I have um, <laughs> I've been talking about this show for what feels like five hundred hours at this point, and this is literally the only thing I know about the show is that insist <laughs> babies fly. <laughs> well, well fair. at the at the end of the first episode of this season, Betty goes out to see her mom and all these people like hanging out near a fire pit and um they're like chanting and all of a sudden they throw the babies up into the air at the <laughs> fire pit and you think they're like burning the babies and then like the son of the mask level cgi uh babies show up and they just start like floating in the air and like flying <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, it is kind of like the witch, and then all of a sudden, like um, except Betty... the babies are crushing up full grown woman in a pest mortar and pestle, and then they're lost. It's just babies killing old ladies. Copyright answers you can't steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and anyways, and then Betty passes out, and then we never get that resolved. Because, like, I guess maybe they just drugged Betty and then were like, ah, Edgar had, like, a bunch of, like, pulleys and wires and was like, we're going to make these babies fly. <laughs> but, wait, Edgar wasn't even there. So I guess if Edgar wasn't even there, they are flying in. Anyways, sorry. Sorry, Valeska. You can continue before I rant about flying Well, what in. I wanted to say was I think I'm glad she saw the end of season two um, because I think it shows – I had watched the season finale of season one, the season finale of season two, and then hopped on this crazy train with uh, Andrew and Jason once they uh, they came on to uh, discuss – to explain this nonsense to Jason. And uh, I, I think it shows – because season two was already – batshit um but mm -hmm. I, I think you, you get a good example of just how much crazier this show is getting every year by you seeing the the season two finale where the big tension was oh is archie gonna win the election and then he the, the cliffhanger <laughs> is he gets arrested versus we'll have you explain the nonsense that happens in this episode and the cliffhanger <laughs> oh my god so it's basically like <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut mixed with The Princess Bride. What? <laughs> There's that is a bunch such of these like, challenges. That <laughs> they all have to go through these challenges to save each other's lives. 
including a uh, Russian roulette kind of spin the bottle thing for Veronica. Betty has to shoot Hal, which I am so jealous of because I fucking hate Hal so much. I've hated him since I had the Roxbury. And yes, Riverdale and Roxbury happen in the same universe. Marsh <laughs> <laughs> has to fight the Gargoyle King, which is kind of badass, I guess. Uh no, Jughead had to fight the Gargoyle King. What did Archie have to do again? Uh, a guy in a bear costume? Archie's big arc this season is a bear fight, and that's all his arc is ever. <laughs> I mean, like, I honestly wonder how how Penelope even knew about the bear fight. Although, like, I guess Archie's just like, yeah, you see these scars? Bear. Bear did it. And everyone just like, bear. No. yeah. And yeah, Archie's, like, saw that bear. Archie's walking around and he's like, yeah, see, I'm literally bare-chested now. Oh my god. Jesus. Boo, <laughs> Archie, in this hypothetical moment. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. My favorite so part is when they were trying to uh, take the, uh, the time to find the antidote for the poison that they apparently, Veronica and Betty, had both taken. They had to stop to make out under a tree for a while. Even though they were slowly dying? What's up with that? Well, you see, uh, in the power of love, um, it kind of, like, acts against poisons once in a while. Um, Now, it's hard to determine because usually when you're poisoned by a significant other, it's because they want you dead, not because they want to test how love works at slowing down poisons. But this is a proven... Trying to, like, suck the poison out of her mouth? Right. Yeah. Yeah, see, Archie was like, look, I fought a guy in a bear costume today. I can punch poisons out of your body. And uh, <laughs> it didn't work. See, it would have been a better scene. It would have been a better scene. I punched a river in... Yes! So <laughs> I think I could knock the poison Those out were, of Those were... Uh, uh, Daisy, uh, back... was, Daisy was like, what should I... Uh, beyond the... She was going to do a little bit more research because she, she's a fucking go-getter. Um, so uh, I, I sent her the only two things she, that I thought were worth watching in the three years the show's been on, which was Archie punching the river and then the dream, them singing Dream Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, see, I have a question as to why... Okay, so I guess let's go to the slam book let's go to the slam book before i go full into episode synopsis i want to hear this i want to hear this. Oh, okay. sounds... uh so best dress was a tie between the gargoyle king and cheryl blossom yes best, <laughs> best hair was tony obviously mm. uh best couple i had betty and jughead because that was based on the season two but i don't know i'm kind of hoping to see more of cheryl and tony i haven't seen very much of them at all apparently they are not very interesting for finales i don't know what the writers are thinking most bangable dad is fp jones i don't care what you say (laughs) (laughs) stupidest name was papa poutine now it's edgar (laughs) ever is now dilted doily Dumbest plot device, everything about the finale. Most punchable character is always Hal, and most gullible Kevin, probably? Yeah, that's I, fair. That's fair. I feel like if we included the Met Gala, Cole Sprouse should get best dressed, because that is... <laughs> no. No. That, that, that is a Met Gala. That is an atrocity. His <laughs> um, you know, as much as we're making fun of Cole Sprouse's outfit... Oh, excuse me, go ahead. No, I was just saying, he looks like a cute little elf. I think yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we're making fun of his outfit, I, I did like that all the, all the men from Riverdale that that we saw photos of did dress to the camp theme. Did y'all see the photo of uh, 
the fucking guy uh, who, who I like, the actor who's playing Elton John in the upcoming biopic, was at the Met Gala, and he's wearing just like a black tuxedo, and it's like, dude, you're playing Elton John in a movie, and this is the what you thought camp looked like. <laughs> no one understood the assignment. <laughs> Billy Billy Porter really stole the show, but yes. Oh, Wait, look, look, we are not talking the Met Gala on this podcast. I can only make pithy jokes about it. We are not discussing it in full. <laughs> no, no, no. Billy, Billy Porter next... makes everything amazing. Like, Billy Porter takes your... I don't even know your... who that is. Who is Billy Porter? Does he own well, the airline? Missing out. <laughs> Does he own the airline? Wait, is this some Canadian thing? <laughs> yeah, Porter Airlines. It's really cheap. Oh. Uh, anyways, uh, I only know that because I'm poor. Anyway, no, I think we don't uh, have that in America. I, I, I take fucking you spirit. Keep America on it. Yeah, yeah it goes to spirit, which is also shitty. Yeah, 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 well, Spirit at least is fun because, like, ooh, some spooky stuff going to happen? <laughs> Where it's like Porter, it's just like, it's just exactly what's going to happen. It's just like, look, we're going to port you from one place to another. It's yeah, the, shitty The only thing spooky about Spirit is like, where are these charges coming from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the charges are coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I flew Spirit, I was like... This is a shit show, right? Like, I'm not going to pay for the, where you're supposed to, like, pay to put a bag in the overhead bin. And they were like, do it in advance, because when you get here, we're going to charge you. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking do that. They're not going to know. And I get up to the plane, and they're like, that fun underneath the seat? And I'm like, sure does, sir. They're like, what's the other thing? And I'm like, it's my snack. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool. And then I stuck my one bag in the overhead bin, stuck my snack underneath my feet. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, they're developing stand-up. Like, you know how when you're on the bus or on the subway, you can hold, like, a ring or a pole? They're developing that for Spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, thought I you were, I thought you were developing. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to do, like, they're just shitty stand-up acts that now can only, like... Uh, well, maybe. You never know. Only show, like, as soon as you get canceled by the internet, the only shows you can land is doing stand-up on That's Spirit Airlines. That's the only place that Louis C.K. could do stand-up now <laughs> yeah. is on fucking Spirit Airlines. Oh, and, and then it ends with... Kicking him off the plane and saying, "We're done with you, boring white man. Get out the plane." Have you seen that? No, it's worth the cost of the flight. South, Southwest <laughs> has an extra charge. Oh my god! Look, all right, all right, all right. All right. Southwest has—I don't know if they realized this was a, a bad idea—but a couple of years ago, Southwest for at least like six months just had like white dudes with guitars that would just suddenly be at the front of your plane playing a fucking coffeehouse set. Well, and that sounds fucking terrible because every time I'm at a party and a white man brings out a guitar, I want to kill myself. I'm instantly looking for the way to leave because, oh, God. Speaking of boring white men with guitars, let's talk about Riverdale because that's all Archie is now. Anyways, um, so there's a lot of big reveals in season three finale. And the biggest reveal is we finally find out who the Gargoyle King is. It's not Jason Blossom. It's the character of Chick. If you don't remember who Chick is... Chick I did is not. The... Yeah. So Chick is the character that pretended to be Betty's long-lost brother that Alice gave up after FP got her pregnant and she gave up the baby and she was always regretting it. So then Chick came because he was like pretending to be her son which like at the end of this episode that plot extra doesn't make sense if her son was an fbi agent like he probably was on facebook if he's in the fbi like you could probably find him i doubt he was doing a cam girl thing like chick was but anyway so chick <laughs> was like a cam boy and 
It's also, out, wouldn't it be hard to assume the identity, to commit identity theft on an FBI agent? I mean, like, I don't have that much respect for our government, but, like, I think he would have access to, like, the credit report that's like, oh, gee, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, his credit is just terrible. That's why he's never been able to go to Riverdale to visit his mom. <laughs> he's always wanted to go, but his credit is terrible. <laughs> credit card and the fbi don't pay for shit mom i'd love to visit you but they will not let me rent a car (laughs) (laughs) so that my uh information keeps appearing on cam sites and i don't know what's going on Uh, but yeah so chick returns uh he we thought he was killed last season because betty in her most ruthless murdery betty yet literally told her dad who was a serial killer who she was kind of working with at the time she told her dad to go kill him she was like hey dad can you kill this guy he's an asshole so then her dad goes like i'll kill him for you betty i'm hell i was killed in freddy versus jason and everyone applauded because i suck uh, <laughs> and then he's like and then we find out in this episode um he didn't kill him he saw in him a kindred spirit, which I can only mean is he saw in him another shitty character that this show should stop wasting time on and was like, <laughs> we're kindred spirits. <laughs> Let's team up. So Chick has been the Gargoyle King this entire time. So that's that. So the Gargoyle it King is, is unclear to me, like, because they have so <clears throat> many fucking fake Gargoyle Kings. I lost track of which things the actual Gargoyle King did. Which things the gang the Gargoyles did with uh, Big Johnson or whatever that dude's name was pretending oh, to be God. the Gargoyle Johnson. Like, <laughs> like Big Dog or something. Was it like Johnson. dog face? It was in uh, Fish Dog. Which is all, also just Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like Happy Happy. I don't remember. Something like that. But yeah, he was like a fake, fake Gargoyle King. Uh, Kevin's dad was a fake gargoyle king because he wanted Kevin to stop being gay and he thought that dressing like a gargoyle would stop that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and sure, then... Sure, sure, way to get, uh, to stop, uh, somebody from being gay is to, you know, dramatically cosplay and <laughs> pretend that you're fucking... <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? It's like hiccups. Yeah, yeah, getting gay like hiccups. You just scare the gay out. Yeah, so that obviously didn't work. Thanks for that, Dad. I was startled, and now I'm super, super butch. Startled, sorry. A new A and E. Also, sorry, Moose's dad was the one who did that, not Kevin's dad. Kevin's dad boxes. Moose's dad is the one who did that, and then Moose left the show because I guess he's going to be on some other new show. They're probably going to be like, oh, it's Moose's Moosington Lee. I, I hope lost it's track Moose's of afterlife, and it's him hanging out with Midge. Like uh-huh. Midge. They killed Midge, and it was sad, and it was mean. Fuck you, show. Anyways, uh, so in this episode, we find out that Penelope has actually been in charge of anything, everything. So Penelope Blossom is going full-on Cersei Lannister in this episode. She's got them all at her dinner table, and she's all like, Yes, I was behind it all. I'm smarter than all of you dogs. I was the one behind the Blackwood killings. He was pretty shit at it. He was like a real son of Sam type. He was not very good at killing. And uh, then there was... <laughs> I got... There's a pretty compelling backstory, though. She does. She's cool. Yeah, I like I like 
I like Penelope, and I like Penelope being set up to be the villain. Um, and then um, we find out that she pretty much adopted Chick and has but been she's, calling him. She's like a, a like a jigsaw style villain. Like she's sort of like I'm putting the sins back onto the town. Like showing the this town that never, you know, all, our, your, when she talks to the, the kids about it, she's like, all your parents, you know, didn't do anything about me when they found out I was a child bride, <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't, they never, they didn't do anything when they found out my son got shot in the fucking head by his dad. And so now she's like, so I, I was going to kill them all. But before I could kill them all, my damn serial killer got caught. <laughs> and it turned out that uh, this entire series is actually just one jigsaw plot, which really wants you to. She's like, I want to play a very, very <laughs> stupid game. Now, do, <laughs> now we're no going to get into the ridiculous uh, game. And I think if um, Daisy doesn't mind, we should have um, her live up to her her death in her name and describe the crazy crap that went on in the like the four feats they had to do when I mean, we went into them briefly but uh just i want to hear what wikipedia said about you know archie fighting a man dressed as a bear um and uh but i do want to question do you guys think that when chris rock told the folks at twisted pictures that he has a great idea for a new saw movie is it the exact plot of this episode <laughs> <laughs> Just starts just starts out with fucking uh, Mark Wahlberg's brother fighting a fucking bear. Let's never talk about Donnie Wahlberg, who is somehow the worst Wahlberg, and yeah. the entire Wahlberg family is scumbags. Yeah, How I can't wait like... till Cole Strauss just rolls up on a tricycle and starts. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, okay. So let's describe let's describe the four feats, um, Daisy. Do um, they even have them on, on there? Or are they just like, yeah, some shit happens and everything's finished? So, yeah, I've got some bad news for you. Wikipedia does not make truly any mention of it. The only time Archie's name is mentioned in the whole synopsis is in the last sentence where it says a flash forward reveals Archie, Betty, and Blanca covered in blood. <laughs> showing you! Okay. That is little... perfect! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess. When you said that's portraits, great. I was like, I don't know. I didn't study. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's why I love hearing because this is, honestly, as Andrew has pointed out, it shows that Archie is not even in the, like, ten, top ten most important people on his own fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so they have to go through, like, a whole bunch of feats. Archie has to fight a fake bear, guy in a bear costume, you know, Does he know it's a guy in a bear costume. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I can do this. I beat the real bear. He didn't. Anyways, I'm not sure whether it's supposed to be hyperbole. It doesn't seem like it when Veronica says that guy looks like he's eight feet tall. And during the fight, it does kind of look like we just entered like Clash of the Titans or some nonsense. And Archie's just fighting this thing. <laughs> I was so, I was so mad. I was hoping it was a real bear. Like I was so pumped. Like I thought they were gonna bring a real grizzly on screen to just maul <laughs> KJ Appa, and I was like, this is gonna be amazing. Maybe have to and then, no. to bear. Is this supposed to be like a like Wicker Revenant Man style. 
yeah, it's a wicker Oh my god, it's Nicholas Cage in the prayer costume. Just comes up and like punches Archie in the face. Bitches, you all bitches. <laughs> I mean, that was probably the best part of this episode, though. That fight scene was legit. That was really well, well done. It was- it was great, and it also like pointed out how bad the boxing match episode was last. Uh, sorry, the, the last episode because it was so boring compared to this. Then they have some like, oh, <laughs> well, you drank the poison for me. Okay, then yeah, the rest of it happens. Okay, Our the will you drink the poison part. The one good part of that though is you, um, Jughead goes. Okay, so the twist is. It was challenging to see whether, you know, the whole point is whether we're better than our parents. So this was to see whether you're more selfless because you were willing to drink the poison instead of Betty, Veronica. And then, so none of them were poisoned, right? That's why you didn't die at the end. And then uh, the fucking uh, Ms. Blossom. Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to say the punchline? Okay, I guess. Okay, No no one's going for it? Okay, I'll go for it. They're all poisoned. It's just very slow acting. And they just, <laughs> and they just go up. If you want the antidote, you have to survive and go through all and the And then they go chapters. make out. And <laughs> it's, make sure you make out beforehand or I won't give you the antidote. It's part Perfect. of the... You can suck out the poison, but you have to join as a human centipede to uh, remove <laughs> the toxin. Oh, God. The oh, my God, I'm leaving. Is- because she's just too aroused (laughs) kill me now why am I doing this podcast anyways uh, so um, the uh, human jugapede goes to the next challenge and uh, (laughs) and we find out this one is just um a shirtless chick shows up. Chick, the character. I had to when I was doing the commentary for this, I kept saying, "Oh, Jughead is fighting a shirtless chick," and I'm like, "That's not a pejorative term for a woman." I'm talking about the character Chick. <laughs> he has a terrible name, and he's shirtless. Is it and, short or something? Ah, uh, Chick- chicky, bead, chicken, chicka, chicka, chicka cabra. He's a chicka cabra. That's what he. That's what he is. <laughs> When I was reading the summary, I thought it might be chic. I had no idea. I hope when he appear, appears again, he's like, I am no longer chic. Call me chic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all the characters like, fuck off, chick. Get out of here. <laughs> so Jughead beats the crap out of him. And then the last challenge is just uh, Betty shoots Hal in the in the hand. And then glug, 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 get the, they get the... Dope. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. And then Penelope just shows up with a gun and goes up to Hal and he's like, you were always a terrible serial killer. And then she just like shoots him in the head, which was like my favorite moment of this entire show. Because my entire thing that made me so mad last episode, like last season, was just that like the Black Hood was an awful serial killer and was so bad. I kept comparing him to the son of Sam because he just was incompetent at doing the job. And he was obviously like a son of Sam ripoff as well. Which, by the way, it's good to be an incompetent serial killer. We could use more of them. Don't kill people. Um, and <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> you could use more of them? I'm not sure that's the message. I mean, this is a message podcast. I'm sorry. This is a podcast. Be a serial killer. 
<laughs> no, no, more incompetent ones. So if you're a fan of the show, anyway. Um... So if you're a fan of the show that's planning on killing people, you're suggesting maybe, you know, add add something fun to it, like be like a bumbling Clouseau style serial. <laughs> Ed Kemper called himself a bumble butt. So, you know, add a little bumble butt to it. <laughs> I'm going to put the biggest loser of all time, Ed Kemper. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so... Instead of shooting him in the face, she shoots him in the hand. So I was really hoping that, like, next time Hal appears, we get double hook hands. And, okay, hear me out. Okay, hear me out. I don't think he's dead. I don't think Hal is dead. You want to know why? Listen to this theory. Okay, early on in the episode, Penelope Blossom, or I think it was last episode, Penelope Blossom buys organs. Lots of organs. Why does Penelope Blossom buy organs? It's so that she can put an advanced squib into the head, on the head of Hal, so that when ha- when she goes, I'm going to shoot you, but you're not actually going to die. So she, like, fake shoots him with, like, a fake gun, and then a squib goes, it goes, brains. No, 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 I got he, like, you one better. Why'd she buy organs? She's going to fucking replace Hale's incompetent serial killer brain with a serial killer brain that's good at killing. <laughs> <laughs> my vote is she's r- opening an Arby's. That's my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a scene. Okay. There's a scene, like, because we don't know what she does with the organs. There's this episode starts in a dinner scene. Maybe she, like, full on Texas Chainsaw Massacre this and is just like, Betty, you just ate Kevin's kidney. How does it taste, you serial killer monster? And then she's just like, oh, not bad. And then you find out that that's... If you that's... turn her into Hannibal, I might start watching this show. <laughs> you know what? Now they that really... you say that, it was a missed opportunity to not just have that scene involve her being like, you are what you eat! Gobla, <laughs> <laughs> gobla. The Swedish chef just comes out. It's like, gobla, gobla. But yeah, wait, wait, so, time like, out, time out. Uh, not related, but fun fact: this is true. The Swedish Chef, uh, a Swedish person, so the, the the Muppet Show originated in England, uh, and I, I think had a, a more like prominent, like it was syndicated in the U.S., but it was, I think, you know. Uh, in prime time in England. So it got, he got a letter for uh, Jim Henson during the Muppet show, got a letter from a Swedish man that was visiting England. This is legit. And watched the Muppet show and wrote Jim Henson a letter, be very concerned telling him, I just want to let you know that that man on your show is not speaking real Swedish. <laughs> That's so sincere. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's so sweet and wholesome, unlike this episode that we're going to continue to talk about. <laughs> and, and Jim uh, Henson wrote him a letter back himself and said, um, yes, we, we found out that he's a fraud, but the, the guy has a wife and kids, and he, he promised he's going to learn Swedish, and we just feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Oh, goodness. Let's talk more about serial killers and murderers and uh, discount body parts. Uh, yeah, so we never find out why Penelope buys all the body parts. Uh, we find out at the end of the episode that after the scuffle, uh, they're all taken into jail except for Penelope. She escapes into the wind. I don't know what this means for her brothel. 
I hope her brothel's still going. It seemed to be popular. She seemed to be doing cool stuff with that. I don't know. Maybe they were uh, setting up that uh, that one madam in her brothel as being more of a character next season as running the brothel, maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe because the Because we kept seeing her, and I kept being like, I like this character, but, like, she never had an introduction. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe she'll have something more to do. Uh, and we know she had some plan with the uh, organs, although maybe like the incest babies flying, we'll never find out why why that is. <laughs> um, and then the other plot line involves like Tony getting ready to re- relinquish the farm's control of Cheryl and go full on like it looks like there's it's about to become the warriors in there because like. Yes. <clears throat> Tony, like, gets together them all. She gets together the pretty poisons. She gets together the serpents. She gets together, I don't know, maybe, like, there's a ghoulie left. Maybe one of the ghoulies is still kicking around. <laughs> Anyways, they're all going to charge into the farm and kick some ass. And you're like, oh, man, this is going to be dope. And you find out, uh, cut back to the no, farm. You find though, out he's that- right. Every gang was there. Like, gangs you hadn't even seen. Like, I think the fucking Scoobies from Buffy were there. Like... <laughs> it was gonna get intense and you're like man this was gonna be dope um and uh it turns out that when they're about to kind of like go out and arrive cheryl shows up because cheryl was actually helped to escape the farm by alice so alice cooper no relation to the singer uh but hey i'm using alice cooper as a way to tie this into uh the friday 13th month we're having in because i just think even the most minor ties to that franchise to have well, any I, I excuse. I think he must be, must have named himself after that character. Oh, yeah? You think Alice Cooper named himself after the character in Archie? Alice Cooper. I, 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 no, I'm saying, I think, I think no, no, because his birth name isn't Alice Cooper. That was the name I of I would his, imagine. Yeah. That was beep, the name beep, beep, breaking news from the yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm saying, because Alice Cooper was the name of their band to begin with, and then everyone uh-huh. kept thinking that was his name. So he eventually, he he bought the, or I think might still have to like pay the band, uh, but either way, that, that was, so they it were, makes sense that if you're naming a band something, that you'd name it after something existing, you know? So I, I'm... Look. Uh, you know what? I always preferred the Edgar Evernevers, so like I'm not, I've never really picked up Cooper. Um, uh, so yeah, so Alice helps Cheryl escape. So they show up, and you think that they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do now?" I guess we're gonna show up and stop the Gargoyle King. So Cheryl <laughs> and Tony and all the gangs show up and just start mowing down gargoyles. Like, Cheryl's got her full-on hood on. She's, like, going full green arrow and just like, vroom, 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 vroom. And you're like, yes, queen, kill them all. And then you remember that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, in universe, these are all high school kids. Some of them are, like, teenagers who are in, actually, some of them are, like, grade schoolers who are in the gargoyle gang. So... I guess Cheryl just murdered a bunch of kids, but hey, it's fine. They were they were they they were fighting for the wrong side. We're gonna go oh, full listen. on Daenerys rolls on this. It's fine. It's fine. Sometimes it'd be they like had that. The, wrong, <laughs> the wrong loyalties, and you know, it's well, that's how you gotta break the wheel. That, Anyways, that's why uh, I, when you talk about people dying <laughs> in this, that's why I was surprised that the the fucking wiki didn't at least mention the fight between man bear pig and archie because as you point out in your commentary archie just murders the guy to death by beating his skull in with a bone <laughs> i'm yeah. so metal that 
<laughs> it's the first time Archie has ever done like a straight up murder murder, uh, and this was it. It's the first uh, time Archie is... ends, Archie Archie looked at the dead body and was like, "You just got boned." <laughs> <laughs> there is literally no mention of him until the flash forward. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, like I said, it's appropriate. That was the one thing that I thought oh, they might have made in there was him oh, killing God. a man. I, I, <laughs> I hope this series ends with somebody like writing a book about the entire uh, series of it, and Archie's like, "Yo, so where am I in the book? Where am I?" In the book? <laughs> they give me like a gift, and like, you're not even mentioned. Like, you know. Oh, actually, it's mostly about Bran. <laughs> It's <laughs> mostly about Bran, who just who sucks. And Will Tarly shows up and, and says, "I have I wrote the book and I called it <laughs> the Song of Stupid and Fucking <laughs> Song of Kajanging and Arrows." <laughs> A song of jingle podcast game. <laughs> <Yeah>, I <laughs> review every episode of Game of Thrones, but just sub in Archie characters. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, so this is when Betty burns all the people in the town with her dragon. She named Dagwood after the child. Betty jumps on the back of Moose and they just destroy the entire town. (laughs) 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 Moose, Midge, and I don't know, Edgar (laughs) Evernever. Edgar Evernever is clearly the one who gets turned evil. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so well, Archie one, straight up murders him. The one good thing about if this show suddenly became Game of Thrones is I would think they'd finally treat Ethel Muggs with some respect because I feel like she would be Brienne, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, any any respect for Ethel Muggs would be nice, showrunners. <laughs> well, if the show was to become an HBO show, like, I feel like it, uh, my vote would be that this just turns out to be one of the Westworld fucking worlds and <laughs> it's just Riverdale world. <laughs> Look. If they create, okay, look, I watched this TV show Westworld and was like, I wouldn't travel to any of these worlds. These are boring. Like, where are the dinosaurs? But if they make a, like, a Riverdale world that's just me showing up and, like, the entire series is like, look, we've only got one man who goes to this park, but fuck it. It makes, I guess, some money. It's just Andrew show, showing up and yelling at the characters. What the fuck are you doing? no sense. Where's their character development? Why does nobody talk about my podcast anymore? No <laughs> one will listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the that show happens, and then they're all fine. We find out that a bunch of people escaped capture. They're repainting Riverdale now. Everything. Oh, wait, we bunch of people escaped capture, but uh, fucking uh, Kevin does. Is there? Okay, and he's we're like, gonna, we're gonna get into that in a oh, second. Oh, okay, okay, good. I thought I thought that was before. I was reading yeah. That. So we find out uh, they they eventually go back to the farm, and we find Kevin alone in a room crying, and there's just empty clothes all around him. He's just crying his eyes out, and you're like, Kevin, what's wrong? And he's like, They wrote me so poorly this season, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually sad uh, because he was part of the Heaven's Gate cult and they left on Hale Bop and they left him there. Uh, I well, wish sorry, they he had said the they... line. I wish they'd said he was there to maintain the website like those real Heaven's Gate folks. <laughs> yeah, you, you said, okay, Kevin's just Daisy, I think you'd be into this. Have you, have you been 
bend to that. Um, <laughs> Heaven's Gate still has their website yeah. from like 1998, and they had two people from Heaven's Gate that were not allowed to ascend to the comet because they had to run the website forever. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Did they still have to cut off their thing. penises? Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. Have to look at it. That well, never that... happened in Heaven's Gate. Yo, it sure did. No, it yeah. didn't. Marshall Applewhite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's no penis cutting off in there. There was Gate. castration, yeah. They voluntarily castrated themselves. Yeah. I oh feel like God. I have to sit and my entire job is staring at the internet and I have no <laughs> genitalia. That's like hell on earth. So... <laughs> because that's all the internet's good for, really. That and listening to milkshakes and mimosas. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So this is the first. Wait, like, wait! So we... Stop talking about the show. That's the topic. I want to hear Valeska's thoughts on the Heaven's Gate website. Okay, oh, sorry. it's amazing. The fonts are in eight different colors. It's a black background. They have the most amazing graphics I've ever seen. They have some flashing red alert fonts. Um, what was the alert you order, You can order VHS copies of their, I guess, manifesto. Um, can I do that right now? <laughs> Cole Sprouse is probably on that tape. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Belisca. I'm gonna buy a VCR and order the tapes. <laughs> I have a VCR. I will send it Me to too. you so we can. <laughs> you're just gonna get Join us it. next week as we live review. Oh my god, goodness. Look. Be prepared for August, which is Colts that Riverdale ripped off month. We're talking Jonestown. We're talking Heaven's Gate. We're talking Ocean Riccio. We we got the best hits. I mean, the following week, we... Andrew's like, Jason is no longer on the podcast. He's ascended to the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jason's headphones are just sitting on the uh <laughs> If you do episodes where we just watch the weird docu- or not documentaries, we watch the, like, actual materials that have been made by these cults. I mean, true crime podcasts are popular as shit. Those will probably be our most downloaded episodes. <laughs> Can you imagine? Everyone just is like, wait, 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 why are you talking about Riverdale? We want to hear your true crime. You <laughs> will be so wait. mad. You gotta do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. everything. But we, we don't really we, know we what don't, happened We to don't Alice. give the history of the cults like true crimes do. We only review the cults in terms of how good they were at producing media content like this website. And- I'm down. Oh, God, Listen, yeah. I can tie my American Horror Story insight into that. It'll be perfect. You can order the VHS tapes, copy them, and send them back. <laughs> Interesting. So that's Interesting. like a very ring like esque <laughs> way to do things. It's just it's freaking fifteen minutes of like random footage of people climbing ladders and fucking <laughs> and gold. By the way, swan if diving you... off the cliffs. <laughs> if you don't oh, send them back, someone from the Heaven's Gate cult <laughs> calls you and they're like, "Hey, dude, that's the only VHS we have." <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm going to charge you 50 cents a day if you don't return that in seven days. Hail <laughs> <laughs> Bop returns in 70 years. Um, but yeah, so we find out, uh, let's just talk about Riverdale. Let's just finish this up just so we can talk more about cults as the real pro- product of the show and what we're only going to talk about from here on out. Um, so we find oh, out that 
everyone's everyone's lost. They're all gone except for Kevin. So everyone who was at the farm is ascended, which probably just means Edgar just gave them all LSD and then just peace. Like we we know they didn't actually ascend. Although like maybe they flew off with the power of the incest baby. I don't know. Sorry, what was that? Do we know that they haven't ascended? I mean, this is Riverdale. This is Riverdale. It's true. I'm just expecting something real dumb. Like. I don't know. I just, something, something dumb's gonna happen. I'm hoping they were all right in the other room and just like <laughs> no one bothered to walk next door. <laughs> just like, shh, if we're quiet. I'll just hide from him. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, it's hide and go seek and he just didn't know how to play the game. He's like, I don't know what you're going. Where are you going? Oh, how great uh, would that be if all of next season, like every time Kevin leaves a room, like 50 cult members just like crawl out of like the closets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we are the champions of hide and go seek. Two years <laughs> running. He cannot find us. He never find us. Um... So, yeah, so we find out they're all gone somewhere. We don't know where. And in this moment, we get some exposition about the cult from an FBI member who kind of shows up and is part of the FBI. And you're like, oh, what's the what's deal with this FBI member? And then you find out, Wait, oh. Wait, were you thinking what's the deal with this FBI member? I was just like, this seems like a normal thing that's happening. And then <laughs> we find out, <laughs> well, normal by the like, show what? standards. Well, not about the saw standards, but I was like, what's the deal with this FBI agent? <laughs> and then the, uh, the FBI agent is like, yes, I was working with your mother on the inside the whole time. There's no way that it was written in the show to begin with. If you watch the rest of the season, that's like they totally rewrote Alice's character. Like every crazy thing she does in this season she could have just told Betty once, like, hey, I'm working for the FBI. I know you got me chained in this sex bunker and you won't let me out, but I'm working for the FBI, so it's okay. Um, also, I'm not an yeah. expert at how, uh, you know, they said that she, they didn't say she was an FBI agent that we didn't know about. No, she's she like thing. an informant. They said right? she was an informant, so I'm not sure how it works in terms of being an informant, but I don't think, if you volunteer to, like, you know, if you're she, so she clearly was like my daughter's in this cult and I need to you know figure out what's going on with it. So I don't think you know their preferred method of having you get fake involved with this cult would be for you to sell your house and give all the money to Chad Michael Murray. Seems like that's enabling him to keep doing culty shit. <laughs> I don't know. I watched The Departed, and they do lots of stuff in that movie that are illegal. And <laughs> movies have taught me anything. That's exactly what it's like in real life. Well, no, it's not. It's not. I'm not upset because it's illegal. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it seems like that was like very much enabling him to get away at the end. Like it's it's as if okay, yeah. But but the FBI in this show, as we've seen, <laughs> specializes in entrapment. That's all they do. That's yeah. all they ever do is they don't want to actually solve any crimes. They're like, just make it super obvious, please. <laughs> That's don't, true. I don't, want to, I don't want to do any paperwork. I just want to just make it obvious. So like the FBI super. real one. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You're, like, you're right. And, it's, and, and you're right in terms of it's, it. They definitely are not portrayed as a very competent branch of law enforcement since, like you said, the FBI arrested Hiram Lodge on federal crimes, and then one episode later – he is now in his own prison. <laughs> he said, yeah, at the end of this episode, he's in his own private prison, and he uses that to get his wife arrested. So now um, 
Veronica has her, both of her parents are in jail, and what's, now, what's extra weird we- is they ha- he gets his wife arrested with evidence that the guard says he planted that the, they had to plant, and I'm just like, your wife literally tried to actually kill you. Like your wife sent the sheriff twice. Yeah. Twice. Well, yeah, so it's like, wh- like, how bad is Hiram at shit that he even has to do illegal shit when he's just reporting an actual crime that happened? Ah, <laughs> like... uh, look, I don't know about Hiram Lodge, man. All he does is he lifts. He lifts lots. <laughs> he just lifts lift all the weights, and he gets real mad. That's his whole character. Uh, yeah, I, I love that they treat Hiram Lodge in this show like the Kingpin from Daredevil. <laughs> look, he is better than the Kingpin from Daredevil. I bet you that... Uh, Hiram Lodge would beat the shit out of Daredevil. <laughs> like, he would just like, show up and be like, you are red like Archie's hair! <laughs> I would just, like, crush him and just yeah. totally wipe the floor with him. Um, like, but yeah, so... Hiram Lodge is, as you've pointed out, he's the... this supposed, like, big, scary, terrifying villain who's just constantly, completely easily foiled. Like, do you remember when Veronica just burned all of his drug lab equipment, which was so well, you know, guarded that her and her boyfriend were just able to do it all in one night? Look, this is the same guy who got the entire town quarantined for one episode this season, and we never understand why the quarantine existed and why the quarantine was lifted. I I think it was because they were bringing the McRib back. (laughs) That's where the organ meat went. The McHuman rib. Anyways. uh, The McRib is people, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) The McRib is people. Uh, Anyway, so we, uh, Veronica, then the person who's in charge of her is... made out of Irishmen. Yes, uh, is Smithers, I believe. No, wait, I think I'm just saying a Simpsons character. What's her butler's name? It's like Spanky or Geraldo or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Spanky or, or Geraldo. I don't think it's either of us. <laughs> but there's two. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe it is you're right. Either. Okay, okay. I think you're right. Okay, thank you. So, Smithers and uh, Mr. Smithers has... Excuse me. Call, his friends call him Spanky. <laughs> Spanky Smithers uh, was the uh, was the guy who was the doorman for them for like the first season, and then he got fired, and now suddenly he's her legal guardian. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So that's where Veronica ends up. Uh, well, Betty... I mean, bear in mind that Cheryl Blossom's legal guardian, who is like awesome. Um, but when they actually show the grandmother, she appears to be, like, some kind of, like, Lovecraftian nightmare. So, <laughs> I think... Look, we... I... You will not bash Nana Blossom on this show. <laughs> no, okay? I, I, love no that, I love Nana Blossom, but there's also that line where she goes, like, oh, yeah, my daughter's been setting up that crazy, like, murder game for weeks and I'm like, shouldn't you like told someone about that, Nana? Like and then she gets that evil glint in the less evil of her two evil eyes. And I'm just like, how is this lady listed as Cheryl's guardian? Like I think that the, the juvenile courts here are just like the first person that walks into this room is your guardian. <laughs> well like to be fair, I mean like grandparents like they're just like your blood relative. Like it's fine. You're just cheesy relatives, man. Like you you're just a legal guardian. 
Um, but maybe now she's going to switch it to the corpse of her brother. Um, but we'll yes! talk about that. Um, so oh, do, do they mention uh, during the, this? Ep- I, I wanted to go over to Daisy Dead Petals. Do do they mention Cheryl Blossom's like love affair? Question mark with the corpse of her blo- brother. It's not a love affair. She's just super close to them. Okay, it's fine. You know what? It's fine. She's just she's doing some Etsy. She's just she's fine. Uh, no, there's no mention. It just says Cheryl brings Jason's body home. Period. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what. So so yeah. I, I'm glad that the, it's covering the important stuff and, and not talking about Archie. I, I think the people that write this uh, <laughs> fucking summaries for Wikipedia have the same disdain for Archie plots that we do. Archie as a character, his plots. Yeah. Pretty My much. favorite line of the whole summary is just the four vow to enjoy senior year. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the summer. <laughs> okay, so before we get to that, because oh, I that's the other, other people fun have part. a much I was better. Look, I was looking at those before I we... sent them over to Daisy, and the summaries do not summarize the episode in the order the events happen. Like <laughs> I'm great. not joking. They 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 take the they take each plot thread and like just sort of and start to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of like. I, I think the person that's writing these summaries should be editing the show as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so the last thing that we find out before we get to this this flash forward about them going to be peaceful in the year. Um, what is happening? Somebody has a fan on. Somebody just. Yeah, like somebody vacuum. Just, yeah, somebody just vacuuming. <laughs> just vacuuming up. They're trying to. They're like, look. It's closing time. Close this podcast. <laughs> the maid, we're coming in to clean up. Get out of here. Uh, and also from Jersey? I don't know. I don't know what I do with accents. Uh, anyways, uh, I will talk over this vacuum, uh, and the vacuum will uh, continue to go. If I, I if I go on mute, can you hear it still? Hold on. No, no. I can't. So it's clearly you. That is a train going by. Oh, is a train going by? Is the train uh, made of vacuums? It is. <laughs> That's a vacuum train. <laughs> anyway, so we find out that the FBI agent is actually Alice's uh, son, so that makes him Betty's brother, and that's what Alice and, said. And doing makes this. him Jughead's brother, which makes the fact that they fuck awkward. Oh, I think I, I think I missed that part. Wait, yeah, he's Jughead's. Wait. He's FP's oh. son. Oh, right, because he's FP's. And oh, yeah, Alice yeah. Cooper's but, like, son. that's, like, almost incest babies, but that's not close. No, no, no I fine. just mean, like, it's one thing to be like, okay, our parents fucked 25 years ago, and now we're in a relationship. It's another thing to be like, here is the physical reminder of that hanging out with us. You want to go make out, lover? <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just watching on the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Part of that part, though, is that calling the other person lover. I'm fine with like the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Thor, Thor just couldn't yeah. be bothered to go up with a character name, which is lover, and just whoever responded is just. Do you ever I say that in a crowd? That's a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Do I, I ever think... say that in a crowd? <laughs> 
I was just imagining authorities to get a detention of a significant other. So he's just like in a crowd of people. He's like, love it, love it, I'm here, love it. I often do that in the crowd when I've gone someplace by myself. Yes! yes! You just Love see who's first. You never know. Yeah. Never know what happens. They take you in an interesting direction. <laughs> and then a ghost responds. <laughs> and then it's like, Ghost Love, the new hit TV show on NBC. That's, that's, who was, that's who was vacuuming right now that he pretended was a train. It was just the most recent ghost person love. he yelled lover at who came home with him. <laughs> that's just rude. You make him vacuum, you fucking monster. Anyways... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about this flash forward. Valeska, you had the best descriptions and the most things to say about this flash forward. So would you mind describing this flash forward and what gems you gleamed from it? Uh, okay, so we start off in front of this fire. We have Betty and Veronica and Archie pretty much half naked around this fire holding... Jughead's beanie, which they decide to throw onto the fire for some unknown reason, because I guess they killed Jughead? They're covered in blood, by the way. And for some reason, both of the women are wearing, like, matching underwear sets, which is not a thing. Unless they planned, like, premeditated murder, so they decided to... Go with like, it's gonna set. be a big night, gotta do the matching set. Yeah, exactly. no, no. no like that. And not, not just, like you said, not just matching sets, but, like, you know the greatest underwear ever. So it, it it's as you as you said. It's you bring out the nice pair for like oh this is a date that I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be the first time this person is taking my clothes off. So like I want to. It's know. their murder date. <laughs> you have a lot of credit here, if Thor. I, I don't think I've ever I'm done that. If we're getting to that point, it's a, it's like that's the surprise enough, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> And in, uh, oh, no, in typical I, uh, Archie fashion, he's I, I, wearing janky, gross boxers. Archie is? Yeah. Can't, can't be fucking bothered. Archie, <laughs> put some effort. Put some effort into your life. You're the, the most boring character on this show. Give us some tidy whities or something. Not these, like, lame-ass boxers. Were they boxer briefs? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they were. My, That's okay. My dog Important proof. details, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm going to guess this is an obvious uh, kind of a twist because there's no way they're just going to murder Jughead and then burn his beanie. Um, but let's go through. I want to know how what everyone thought of the series and the season, however they experienced, however much they experienced so far, and then what <laughs> they think is going to happen next season. So I'm going to go to the most knowledgeable person on the cast first, uh, even more knowledgeable than me, somebody who knows Every single detail of the show. Somebody just genius, 12th level intellect. Uh, he makes his lovers do the vacuum. <laughs> That's right. Good job, you Jason. Not, not lovers plural, it's lover. Lover. I feel like if I brought home a ghost lover and um, was like, hey, uh, hi, uh, my wife, um, I brought home a ghost lover. But they're going to vacuum the floor. She'd be like, totally fine with it. <laughs> they're going to do chores. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's fine. For some reason, like, I, always, I always want to say lover like a lover. Lover girl. 
I was going to say, like, lover, like, clever girl. I think that's going to be my version of lover, is, like, I'm just going to yell, clever girl, in a crowd, and then whatever raptor jumps out, tries to eat me. Fucking comes around the corner and just cocks her head towards you. (laughs) Alan! 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 We don't talk about Jurassic Park 3, except we always talk about Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm always thinking about that scene, no matter what is happening. Welcome to the Avid cast. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I loved how I experienced uh, this season of Riverdale. Um, I thought it was a perfect experience, considering I didn't have to watch a fucking second of it. So, you know, it was a dream come true, quite honestly. Okay, and where do you think it's going to go? No, next season. And also, um, if you were in Griffins and Gargoyles, what would your class be? Are they the same Are... as Dungeons and Dragons, or did they have some like stupid Riverdale class where they had like cheerleader class and like too many hey, forks look, class? They had like the Red Paladin. Like I don't know, it's just some color. So just name. name. Any... There's a character that was a there was a character that was a Hellcaster. I don't think any. I don't think that's a thing at all. There was, like, an enchantress, which is just, like, not a thing. So like, Oh, yeah, and then there thing. was, because FP, I guess, is good at shooting. He was, like, Deadeye. Like, I think I think you can oh, just be whatever the fuck you want <laughs> if you're in Gargoyles. Yeah. I love the idea that they're just like, yeah, Deadeye, shooty shoot, man. You're good. True <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, to Riverdale, I feel like um, the best class you possibly could be is an uh, incompetent FBI agent. So I think that's... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's class that i would pick yes jason you do represent the fbi on this show as in you're not paying attention and we really have to spell things out (laughs) (laughs) only paying attention to shit that doesn't matter whatsoever that's my just wait the Uh hiram report will be out and you'll you'll get to read it (laughs) i really feel like i really feel like the gargoyle king is another um you know, another red herring. Like, I feel like you're going to fi- figure out that there's actually another. I feel like the the Gargoyle King's like Spartacus. Like, everybody's like, I'm, I'm the Gargoyle King. No, I'm the Gargoyle King. No, I. And you're just going to keep going for fucking ever. So I think um, I think the Gargoyle King saga is going to continue. And I think we're going to learn new stuff. Um, I think Archie's. We're going to see Archie's chest. That's my guess. Um, at least once. Um, and, you know. I, I think Jughead is not dead. There's no way they kill Jughead. He's too popular. He's he's going to be around. He's going to be investigating. Maybe he's going to be a ghost. Maybe what's going to happen is because <laughs> Jughead is the crime writer of the show, he's going to be a ghost, and he's going to be investigating his own death. That's my um, guess for the next season of Riverdale, for a show I've never seen a fucking moment of. and never will. <laughs> okay. 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 You good. know, as much as Jason makes fun of this show his predictions when we first started this podcast a year ago were that he, he just wanted the fucking uh like a nuclear holocaust for season three so he's getting invested oh <laughs> uh, yeah i'm very invested my my hope was that every character turns into fucking ash like <laughs> fucking the chernobyl miniseries on hbo <laughs> The Jughead's boots melt into the ground and he becomes a fucking yeah. ash. So that's what I'm saying is you have, you, have a, you have a softer spot for this show now. You want mm-hmm. people to live. Not Jughead, mm-hmm. but others. No, nobody. <laughs> I want them all to die. Okay, <laughs> well, um, uh, 
inspirational as always, uh, Mr. <laughs> Incompetent FBI agent, uh, always bringing up the listenership to the show because what they really want is a curmudgeonly curmudgeon. Just kidding. That's my role. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so, Monsieur Thor, what do you think next season will bring us? Did you like this season? And what class would you be? Well, it is, it is funny that you and Jason are the curmudgeons on each other's podcast that, like, each of you hosts. Like, yes. We all learned a valuable nice. lesson here. We all, we all learned a valuable lesson. Um, We're assholes. So, <laughs> do you guys remember at the beginning of this season where uh, oh. Cheryl Blossom says that... <laughs> Cheryl Blossom says that her and Tori just got done with a motorcycle trip around the country, and I was just like, why the fuck wasn't that this entire season of this show? (laughs) Why did we have to watch all these other assholes? Um, So that's what I'm hoping season four is, is just Cheryl and Tori's next trip. Maybe they go to like... This just uh, turns into a travel channel show where they just fucking go across the country and just... It's basically Madeline Petch's YouTube channel where she's just like going on the Queen Mary looking for ghosts and shit. If you haven't watched the channel, by the way, it's amazing. Her like super oh sketchy looking uh, boyfriend shows up sometimes who's gross looking, but other than that, it's a good show. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so, yeah, I just want them like doing like a, a motorcycle trip through, I don't know, like uh, South Korea or, you know, some exotic locale, you know, like. Uh, you know, teach, teach me. <laughs> How do they get a motorcycle in South... You know what? It's Riverdale. They'll find a way to get a motorcycle in South Korea. Dude, okay, Ewan, McGregor did, Ewan McGregor did that motorcycle trip around the world where he put had his motorcycle put on a boat and, you know, boated from continent to continent. Cause... Yeah, but he's a Jedi. That's what they do. <laughs> can do literally anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. He's Ian McGregor. You just, like, yeah. give one look at him, and you're like, I'll do anything for you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, and then Ewan McGregor's on this, this the first 18 episodes hanging out with them on their motorcycle trip, and then we get to the final 30 seconds of the final episode of the season, and it just cuts to the same footage we already saw of Spring Break, where they're like, oh, fuck, and then Jughead walks back into frame, and he's like, what are you guys doing with my hat? And they're like, it's a dickhead hat. (laughs) And they're like, I'm sorry I spilled all that Kool-Aid on you guys. Enlightening as always. And uh, your cat class would, of course, be the bard. Um, <laughs> since you refused to answer, you're the oh, bard. I forgot that was part of the question. Yeah, no, it's fine. I asked it three times. You didn't listen. But that's okay. That's why you're the bard. Uh, anyway. Uh, is... is, is uh... Like Shark Hunter, a class. That's whenever when my answer to everything is that I want to be Quint from Jaws. No, no you nice. don't. He's like a lonely alcoholic. Why Quint from Jaws? He doesn't even kill the shark. Quint Give is a bad shark hunter. Year and a half, and that's exactly where I will be. <laughs> just sitting because my wife will have left me because I talk about Archie on the fucking internet, and I'm just going to be sitting in a hotel room. I pay by the hour, drinking fucking <laughs> pop off out of a bottle. That's, that's that's my prediction for season three, is I'm going to be drunk and alone. That's my... Two Riverdale students <laughs> enter the high school. They instantly start fucking. 
it's crazy. <laughs> just like got like like the board and everything. You just like do dramatic scratches. Um, okay, sounds good. We've we've learned about Thor's questionable future. Uh, speaking of questionable futures, no, just kidding. <laughs> Daisy Dead Petals. What did you um, think of the show? Which you've seen what like five seconds of? Um, uh, and the Wikipedia entries, and you know, give me give me that class. Yeah, so I, um, a cousin of mine sincerely and truly loves Riverdale. So um, I've well, when I sure tell them about this podcast. I'm I sure they'll love it. I'm sure she she listens to um, Thor's Hour of Thunder, so I think I can get her on board. So. But um, so I watched a couple. <laughs> Did of you see the, the the listeners at home couldn't see the hurt in Andrew's face when he found out she listens to the other podcast. <laughs> Look, she doesn't know I'm on this one yet. She knows she was doing me a solid by listening to Thor's Hour of Thunder, so I'll, I'll, I'll bring her over to this side. We'll give her more homework. Uh... <laughs> well, let her enjoy that... things. Come on. <laughs> Shut up, internet. <laughs> I'll criticize whatever I Shut want. up, internet. <laughs> Is Jason the internet class? Yeah, he's not like a That's scumbag the internet troll. troll. That's my class. His internet troll who's like, you must love all the things I love and not criticize anything. <laughs> Fuck you, internet. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Dave. I write four hours a day about how awful The Last Jedi is on the, on the internet. Oh, God. Tweet Ryan Johnson personally every single day. Just... And then BuzzFeed copies and pastes whatever you say, and that's their opinion as well. Uh, I personally uh, wrote. I personally wrote the uh, you know uh, Game of Thrones fucking petition to change the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you single-handedly wrote the finale and the petition to redo the finale. Keep the conversation going, you know. Stay in front of them. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, um, where where uh, do you hope the series goes and? Uh, what class well, are you? I love stupid shit. I love True Blood. I love American Horror Story. I think it's only a matter of time before I get into sort of the, the nitty gritty of Riverdale. Um, I, I hope they enjoy senior year. I guess that's what Wikipedia left me with. Um, <laughs> I hope one of them has to take like AP calculus and like becomes like an actual 17, 18 year old. Uh, <laughs> And I don't foresee that happening. Um, and my class, um, I would go with Village Witch, which is coincidentally what I changed my nameplate to at my last job before I left. <laughs> I can send you a picture. <laughs> so you would literally be the Vavitch, because everyone Vavitch, jokingly yes. says Vavitch, but everyone who says that immediately gets egged by somebody. <laughs> throw eggs at you. If you say that non-ironically, people just throw eggs at you, and they're just really mean about it, so... I At mean, least being the village witch doesn't allow the witch. <laughs> to be fair, I still I still pronounce it Django Unchained, so I can't really. Pronounce it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you still pronounce the witch Django Unchained. <laughs> like, Sir, you watched the wrong movie. We keep trying to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Those witches had it so hard. Um, so now. <laughs> our, class, our class is almost complete. We've got a bard. We've got an incompetent FBI agent. We've got a village witch. Now let's talk to a real witch. Valeska, what was your opinions on the show, and 
where do you think it'll go from here? Sorry not to decry you as a fake witch. There are no fake witches. If you're a village witch, you're still a real witch. All respect for the witches. Sorry, Caitlin. Don't hate on the minor class. league witches. <laughs> we all play a part, you know. <laughs> so I think for season four, I kind of want to focus on Hiram and Jail and have like an orange is a new black kind of thing going on. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah. idea of that. I feel like we could get some uh, good comedic relief out of that. Mm-hmm. I, you have, I mean, we know that he's good at dealing drugs, so... Yeah, that's true. He probably is, like, the best character at dealing drugs, because everyone else who tries to deal drugs in the show just fails spectacularly. So... so do Which you... is good. Remember, drug dealers, be <laughs> <too> bad. <laughs> uh... So, podcast is so pure. <laughs> I really this like podcast. Archie Fox is. So pure. <laughs> I really like Valeska's idea because the uh, the, the like Shawshank Redemption ripoff prison stuff that we got briefly with Archie at the uh, beginning was the, the Leopold and Loeb prison. Yeah, yeah, that was like movie hall. That was so just dumb and overwrought and just not what, like, not, like, the tone of this show, you know? It was, like, trying to be way too, like, serious and gritty, you know? Like, it wasn't really operatic enough. So I like right idea that we get to, we get to have a, a prison plot this time that's actually fits the tone of the show. And I'd like to have the way Archie was, like, the dumb force to fight bullshit uh, off of, like, you know, the movie Undisputed that they had last season. That Hiram just comes into his prison and just starts a fucking underground boxing ring himself because he's bored. Fair. I like it. I like it. We we gotta have boxes. Boxing matches have to happen, so... Maybe they can smuggle Baron. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I was just like... That fucker keeps thinking he can beat bears. No more. <laughs> There's just a giant hairy man that they call bear. He's not actually. Yeah, and then just a bunch of friendly gay bears show up. <laughs> We're not gonna fight. We're just gonna hang out. It's cool. Oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, 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 Hiram's. Like, finally, I can fight my ultimate challenge—a bear. And then yeah, it's just these friendly gay guys, and he's like. Fuck, you guys are the wrong bears. <laughs> Again, how many times did we do this? Last time it was a koala. I don't want to fight these bears. With genies, like you have to be very specific with your witches. Your witches. <laughs> so wait a minute. There's a prison genie, and it can only grant bear wishes. <laughs> Look, anything can happen. Amazing, and. Valeska, do you have a class that you would be in Griffins and Gargoyles? Can I be a Xenomorph? You can. You can be a Xenomorph. <laughs> Xenomorphing her way to the top. That prison, <laughs> like, we've seen Xenomorphs do very well in prison. Uh, we have. If that, if that whole planet is anything to go by. So you're going to be eating all them men. Wait, wait, nom, 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 nom. So wait, you've actually seen Aliens 3? I... <laughs> well, look at me. Look at me! I've seen every bad sequel to everything. I don't. I don't quit. I'm. I'm on season three of Archie. <laughs> I've done three seasons of this show, and I can't stop. I've started reading the Reddit. I can't stop. Didn't you say you started playing the? Uh, they have like a freemium game for this. Didn't I start? Pl- I was playing it during this pod, recording this no. podcast. Yes, <laughs> I have a problem. I bought a comic book that was. Vampirella and Red Sonia meet Betty and Veronica, 
and I added it to my weekly pull list at a comic book shop. There is no stopping me. I will. Oh, anyways. So Xenomorphs are going to do. Xenomorph is going to own prison. I'm going to slowly go insane where I am insane and you're my puppets or something. And this is all going to be in my brain. Is there an alien versus Archie comic? No, there's a predator versus Archie. So not yet. I mean, Mm. oh man, Valeska, get in on that. Write that, write that crossover. You'll make the big bucks. That would be amazing. You're going to be the only one that buys it. (laughs) But I'll buy 20 copies because you'll need to get all the variant covers. 20 copies a day. <laughs> I wonder how many comic Archie comics I'm keeping in production right now. <laughs> like, like, we've got one guy who keeps buying them. <laughs> keep rolling them out. Increase the price to like two hundred bucks, and we're fine. <laughs> I mean that that Vampirella one seems like it was literally written for you. <laughs> like... No, I don't like. I hate. I hate, I've never picked up a Vampirella comic in my life because all Vampirella is is just like boob central and like the internet <laughs> exists. I'm more like I respect the fact that those people like that series, but that's not for me. Um, the Archie and, comics people are having a board meeting right now. Should we shut the doors? Andrew is keeping us afloat. <laughs> He's keeping us in the black. It's because it's, it's like the whole office is like one guy in the corner of a room who doesn't have a desk it's only old pizza boxes and has like a typewriter and like one of those old flip phones and that's like the only thing keeping the archie doors open right now and he's just like look i need to get one more pizza just so spending five thousand dollars a day at archie comics My family's wondering why I can't give them Christmas presents. And it's like, I'm sorry. I've got priorities. I just start giving people gifts as like old Archie comics. Like, oh, mom, I think you would love this Vampirella and Red Sonja comic. It's all I can afford. She's like, you were a mistake. Thank you, son. You know how much you love Vampire movies. Vampire Anyways, yeah, so uh, I'm hoping season four of Archie goes to space because, you know, every good, bad sequel show has to go to space. I hope Penelope becomes RoboCop Penelope, where she's just a robot now, and she's just got, like, one human eye and just, like, must destroy. Just like a dope-ass machine. Mark? She's also, she's she's made a constable, and then she becomes a robot, just so she could be RoboCop. Uh, and then she says, you mean, uh, then she, the, uh, the, the lady who was in charge of the ghoulies, right? Not Penelope? Yes. Yes, Penny Peabody. Oh, sorry, did I say Penelope? Sorry, Penelope is, Penelope doesn't need to be in a machine. She'll just, like, ascend to godhood and just, like, hang out. <laughs> uh, but, like, any Peabody will become Robo-Penny and what she's... <laughs> Obviously becomes a constable, and then the entire. I should season... check and see if it still says "undead uh, penny" on there because I I had to add that back in, uh, listeners, because someone had uh, for some reason thought that was not an accurate I, description. I love the idea of her becoming a robot, and they're being like, "You're a RoboCop." I couldn't pass the exam. I don't have to carry a gun. 
<laughs> oh, but I was going to say she has to carry a gun because I just want the rest of the season to be that RoboCop scene where RoboCop shoots that person in the dick, and that's the entire <laughs> that's, that's the rest of Archie. Just like Benny shows up, bam, bam, all of the characters' dicks are shot off, and women inherit the earth, and that's the you end. You have uh, fucking uh, the black hood comes back and he's like hey guys i'm not dead and then bam and then he gets he now has a hook for each hand and a hook for a dick (laughs) Uh, i should probably stop talking (laughs) this podcast is officially gone as off the rails as riverdale the show Um, so i hope you enjoyed this scenario and this exploration into the third season of Archie's Riverdale, a show where Archie doesn't feature that much, and we mostly talked about weird airline habits and, uh, you know, the Met Gal. <laughs> so we're here for you for all your important conversation topics and uh, very questionable jokes that make sure I will never be elected to office. Tiger Lodge <laughs> shows up and says, I'm the Gargoyle King. Boom. Shot right in the dick. <laughs> Good news, five hours five hours after adding undead Penny Peabody back into the chapter uh, 54 episode description on Wikipedia, it's still there. So I, I got confidence that that has staying power. Hey, look, you know it's one nerd who listened to this podcast and was like, oh my god, it says undead on your Wikipedia entry, I must change it. And that's our only listener, by the way. I just <laughs> downloaded it a hundred times. you him or her. <laughs> want to alienate him so he can be all on board for our xenomorph uh, <laughs> talk about this hypothetical xenomorph versus archie comic and don't don't test me because i will record a podcast on an archie comic that doesn't actually exist so <laughs> be prepared that, that's right. but this is a great idea um, before we dive into my full insanity let us close out the podcast by throwing everyone to plug corner this is where you can plug all your wares although i don't know if you don't want to but hey if you want to you're free to do so jason where can we find more of your wonderful work if um you've listened to this and you want to see more of my work um no don't 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 bother (laughs) so i don't want to plug anything Thanks. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, as always, you can find him at bloodygoodhorror.com. You <laughs> podcast, Behold an Electric Terror, which she hosts and puts a lot of work into. Uh, um, yeah. Yes. Um, unlike this podcast. Unlike, look, look, one person puts a lot of work into this podcast. That's true. And it's Thor because he edits oh. it. So, um, <laughs> I, I watched three episodes of Riverdale today. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone puts in a lot of effort into this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of those three episodes you watched, Valeska, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. I never talk about Riverdale. I am at BitchcraftTO. Not yet. Eventually, Riverdale will affect all facets of your life until it's And yes, old. that's Bitchcraft with a B. That's a fucking great Twitter handle. I love that. Thank you. Speaking of things that you love, Thor, what are some things that you work on that you want to plug? I don't know. Uh, Thor, Thor's Hour Thunder, just type those words into a 
thing, and you can hear me, and you, can, you but you can hear Daisy Dead Pedals too, who's actually like funny. So you should listen to it so you can hear her. Um, and uh, but mostly just uh, after the uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been having uh, donate to Planned Parenthood, please. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, that was that's very thoughtful. Um, Caitlin, anything you would like to? Pl- uh, that's a person who is not on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daisy Dead Pedals, anything that you would like to uh, to do? I don't know um, why I was saying that. I was talking about my sister. My sister, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> that's not a joke, by the way. <laughs> that's not a joke, actually. I do have a sister named Caitlin. So, oh, does she spell it like me? No, she spells it with a K because oh, my family is trash. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, my wife's name with a K, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm the outlier. Um, well, I anonymity is not that big of a deal to me. I'm Caitlin Grant on Twitter, um, spelled the right way. There I say C A I T L I N. Um, and then I'm on a Thor's Hour of Thunder. I wasn't on last night's episode because I was in Thor's shithole. God bless you of a hometown, <laughs> Arlington, Virginia, for a work dinner. And I was in like the worst graphic. I fucking hate DC, but. <laughs> But in general, I love being on the show, so you can find me there. I'd like to know um, I didn't like send her to my hometown. It wasn't like a punishment. For I was there for work, but I was angrily texting, like I was like on the verge of tears, like I fucking hate driving here. <laughs> that's all. That's also how I feel about when I'm signing in to record this podcast. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, you know, and as always, you can find me at your local insane asylum. Don't worry, I'm there. Locked away forever, screaming at the walls, clawing out my own eyes, and all I can speak about is the TV show Riverdale. It's like the end of In the Mouth of Madness. Yes! Yes! And you do it all You're just laughing in front of the television screen. (laughs) You know, if you watch those commentaries, it's not that different. It's it's mainly me going full Sam Neill and just losing it and being like, they do move in herds. Just going mad. And clawing out out your eyes like we're we're going, we don't need eyes to see, just to complete the trifecta of... Full on event horizon. Soon I will be choking out my clone, uh, possession style. Well, that'll be goopy. Um, so, anyways, until next time, as always, blame the CW. Unless you want to sponsor us, we'll take all these sponsorships. Please sponsor us. Please give us money. <laughs> Sugar. This has been a Milkshakes and Mimosas podcast. Email us at milkshakesandmimosas at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at mpodcastm. And until next time, trash fire's gonna burn.